Today's episode is brought to you by the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. To learn more, visit usbank.com slash altitude go. As a traveler, it's a fact you're going to need to manage your spending in different currencies. You need a service that not only helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast, but also does it without the hidden fees or exchange rate markups. This is where WISE comes in. WISE is the easiest way to connect all of your finances internationally. I've been a customer for over a decade. It's been a lifesaver for me as a traveler, a nomad, and now a permanent resident abroad. If you're a traveler who's still using your regular bank, you need to check this out. Join 16 million customers and learn how the WISE account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash travel. That's wise.com slash travel. Thank you to WISE for supporting today's show. This episode of Zero to Travels brought to you by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder with seven drive modes. The Pathfinder's available intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. You know that moment on a long flight where you've got everything situated, you got all your stuff where it needs to be, maybe you got your Kindle in, in the front pocket, you've got your bag where it needs to be, you got all the clothes you want to have to stay warm. And you're just set up and you're settled in. You're settled into the flight. Well, at this point, you're probably settled in to the new year. And I'm wondering where it's taking you. How are those travel goals going? How are those life goals coming along? I don't know about you, but there can be quite a bit of anxiety that comes along with new goals and a new year. And today... That's what we're talking about, that struggle. We're going to share five ways, five strategies that you can use to help you manage that process internally if you're getting a little stressed and thinking, oh, I'm not making enough progress towards my travel goals. I feel this sense of urgency, but things aren't getting done. I think we've all been there. In fact, I know we have from the conversations I've had with many other people about this. So, That's what we're talking about today. I want to help you out there so you can make sure that all those travel goals you have are getting accomplished. But not only that, that the process of working towards them is actually enjoyable and fun as life should be. I know it can't always be that way, but you know, as much as possible, let's make it fun, right? We don't know how long we have. Let's have a good time here. I want you to have a good time with me today. I've got a long overdue shout out to somebody in the community as well. It's all happening. Yeah, right now. You got it. Buckle up, strap in, settle in. Thanks for being here and welcome to the Zero to Travel podcast, my friend. You're listening to the Zero to Travel podcast, where we explore exciting travel-based work, lifestyle, and business opportunities, helping you to achieve your wildest travel dreams. And now your host, world wanderer and travel junkie, Jason Moore. Hey there, it's Jason with ZeroToTravel.com. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much for hanging out, spending a little time with me, letting me bring a little travel into your ears today. This is the show to help you travel the world on your terms, to fill your life with as much travel as you desire, no matter what your situation or experience. Of course, in order to fill your life with travel, you need to set goals and you need to work towards them. And that's what we're talking about today. As you heard at the top of the show, I'm really excited to bring you this episode. It's a republished 
episode going out the same day on my other podcast, the Location Indie Podcast. If you've never listened to that and you're interested in the whole location independent side of traveling, there's a whole podcast dedicated to that that I co-host. You can check that out and I'm going to publish what we recorded for that show over here today because I think it's so important to take in these strategies, these five ways that you can stem the tide on any anxieties around your New Year's resolutions and your New Year's goals because let's face it, that's a huge part of actually making those things happen and we have to manage that process because life can get a little crazy. It can be a little overwhelming and these are incredible strategies that you can use starting today to get you through the year and to keep you working on the things that you want to be working on in life, in travel, whatever the case may be. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. And I have one strategy that I didn't share in the show that I'm going to share with you on the back end so you can stick around for that. Plus a long overdue shout out and a beautiful quote from Paramananda, which is a good reminder for everything that we're talking about today and a good way to wrap things up. And that's all happening right after the meat of the show, which is coming next. Quickly, I just want to thank Pimsler for supporting today's show, the ultimate way to learn a language on the go. If you go to zerototravel.com slash easy, what you're going to find is a page that tells you all about the Pimsler method of language learning. And listen, if you have all these things you have to do when it comes to travel on your list, like I do, because I'm getting ready for a big trip with my family and there's all these logistical things, but somehow I think we sometimes forget to add Let's learn some of the local language. I'm actually headed to Mexico soon. I need to brush up on my Spanish and guess where I'm doing it? With Pimsleur, my favorite way to learn a language. If you go to zerototravel.com slash easy, you can check out their free seven-day trial if you're based in the States. I mean, it's so easy to just get it right on your phone. You can listen even on the plane if you wait till the last second. Most travelers I know have a goal to improve in some foreign language and now's your chance. Zerototravel.com slash easy. Check out that offer just for podcast listeners. I want to thank them for supporting today's show. If you buy anything through that link, if you end up continuing on with that trial or purchase any of this classes, you'll also be supporting this show because that's an affiliate link and I have a partnership with them. And that's because I love their product and I'm more than happy to recommend it to you. So thank you all around. Thanks to Pimsleur. Thanks to you. Thanks for being here. Let's get into the meat of the show and I will see you on the other side, my friend. Start the timer. Welcome to Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and one of my New Year's resolutions this year is to stand more. Nice. And I guess that's why I'm looking at you over the Skype call Standing up at a stand-up desk. Congratulations. I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the Community Location Indie, all about the travel, the freedom, the lifestyle, the lifestyle business, building the business around your lifestyle, not the other way around. And guess what? If this is hitting your ears today, day of publication this week, Location Indie is accepting new members. 
which is for always, the first time in 2019. So Cue the party music, everyone. <laughs> I'm doing the cha-cha now. I don't even know what the cha-cha is. I was just pumping my fist. But anyway, no, it is an exciting time because we don't open the community very often. And you know, if you're listening to this and the things we've talked about over many episodes, and if you listen to our respective personal podcasts, you know what we're all about. And you know... It takes getting around people to get that location-dependent lifestyle not only going, but sustaining it. You know what we're about. We're open. Don't screw around if you want to kick the ear off right. If you've been thinking about joining, just join up. We're here. And I think now is the perfect time. One of the reasons we are opening it now at the beginning of the year of 2019 is because the beginning of the year is a magical time. And that isn't to say you cannot make changes throughout the year. But it is magical because everyone's thinking about that stuff, right? Not just people who are dreamers like us and like everyone I know who's listening to these dreamers who are constantly thinking and wanting to do stuff and traveling and starting these businesses. But it's kind of neat that in the beginning of the year, everyone across society is, is looking at it as like a fresh start, which, which is nice because you don't feel so goofy when you are sitting there like dreaming of something new. And that's And that's one of the reasons we decided to open it here at the beginning of the year is that a lot of people are saying, hey, I want to make these changes. I want to make these changes. I want to make these changes, myself included. Right now, we're like n- barely two weeks in to the new year. And already some of those changes I've wanted to make are like kept falling by the wayside. Or I've, I've, I have been specifically a lot uh, very stressed in the last two weeks, which is weird. Like going into the year, I wasn't. But then once the new year hit, I, I've started to feel stressed because I'm – I'm like not hitting my goals. Well, and that's you're, what I want to dealing with some family stuff and, you know, like health stuff uh, really specifically. So it's like that's life, you know, this is the, th- the tricky thing about goal setting, right? It's like, how do you give yourself enough flexibility to anytime a study comes out, there's always a margin of error, right? So what is the margin of error when it comes to goals? How do you set that for yourself? that's that's a good question i don't know (laughs) i i am i i i think the the margin of error will uh, that's what i want to talk about today almost is where is that line because when we we did our location indie call um every month we we do four events inside of location indie and one of those events that we do is a mastermind call and what's cool about that is anyone can show up who's in in the in the community right and we will have topics uh, usually planned out that we want to touch on, but it's not a teaching time exactly. It's not Trav or Jason sitting there saying, I've got this all figured out. Here are the three ways to to solve this problem. It's it's people coming and saying, hey, we all have struggled with this, right? And, and here's an issue. Here's some of the things that I've done when I've been able to overcome it. Here's some of the ways I feel when I haven't. It's it's almost like a really fun group therapy session. And so I'm super excited about rolling these these mastermind calls out, um, these group mastermind calls out, because we just did one to start off January. And I specifically, Jay, didn't pick a theme for it. I said, I want everyone who comes to the call, and there's about 15 of us on the call, to talk about what they had been struggling with since the new year happened. So this was like only eight days into the new year or something like that. And I just was like, hey, just tell me what has been a struggle or, or two struggles for you. And the theme that emerged that a lot of people were struggling with was very similar to my theme. And that is, and I think it's similar to a lot of people listening because the new year gets you ramped up, right? Like you're excited, goals, goals, goals. I have all this list. But then you start to crash pretty hard because what you realize is 
that energy you have to hit those goals dissipates pretty quickly because life gets in the way. And so the theme that we came up with was how to be content with things taking longer than you want them to because almost always, right, Jay, no matter what you're doing, whether you're building a business whether you're on the phone with your cable provider to like work out a bill, whether you're like have a pinched nerve in your back and you're trying to heal, um, you know, whatever, everything takes longer than you want it to. So how do you feel content knowing that it might take longer than you want without getting super discouraged and pissed at yourself it's taking longer and then without falling too far on the other side and and like either giving up or becoming really lazy and complacent and saying, well, this is taking so long. And then you just kind of like push it off and you're not even moving forward with any momentum. So how to be content with the momentum that is there without stressing yourself out that has to go faster or giving up. And that that is a very, very, very fine line. Oh, and I think it's gosh. a line that everyone walks all the time. It's so tough. I mean, that's, this is why it's a great podcast episode topic because there is no right answer but what we can do is shed some light on this with our personal experience and like through the mastermind calls and li and just the interactions we have through the community and how people handle this stuff but by the way before we get into that you mentioned group therapy i just have to mention because i always thought this was funny when i used to work uh, at a liquor distributor doing outside sale and sales in Colorado, there was a bar I used to go to that I would service. It was this dive bar in Longmont. I don't know if it's still there. It was called Group Therapy. So I thought that was a clever name, speaking of marketing, because people could always say, ah, oh, I got to go to Group Therapy tonight. And then they just go to the bar. They're not lying. I have... <laughs> I also have an alcohol story around the term group therapy. When I was in Ithaca, New York for grad school, there was a bar. Oh, dang. I can't remember the name of the bar now, but um, you know, some dumpy corner bar. And Wednesday nights were group therapy. And you'd go and same thing, like I'm going to group therapy. And it was just this fishbowl pitcher of all types of disgusting, well alcohol and sugary mixers and they would just give you like straws and you you know it was like five bucks and we'd always be like all right going to group therapy so that's not the group therapy we're talking about both of us have matured since then at least at least a little bit um, well i, I, I could tell yeah, another group hilarious bar story that involves trivia but we're not going to get too sidetracked maybe i'll save it for the end because it is ex we'll have to mark the ex episode explicit if we if we tell that story all right so this idea of of being content with the things that you're trying to accomplish that are taking longer than you want them to. And this is truly a day-to-day, -day, if not an hour-to-hour, -hour, if not sometimes a minute-to-minute -minute roller coaster ride of emotions that might be one of the big keys to managing the entire lifestyle, business, entrepreneurial uh, pursuit, if you will. And, and the whole thing, or at least staying sane within that context of, hey, I'm going to start my own thing. I'm going to do this. Okay. I don't think people realize it, how much <laughs> like mindset stuff and just like self-management within your own mind goes into enjoying the ride, right? Like this is how you can enjoy it. Like that's the big difference. You can not be content. And and Travis and I know, I mean, we have both been there and we will call each other. I mean, this is why it's so great 
to have other friends that do this and getting around people that do this, whether it's Location Indie or any other community. People will get it because you can call them up or meet with them or talk to them and just say, hey, like I'm bugging out. I'm not getting the things done I want to do. And it just seems like a lot of people in this space and the people that do the type of stuff that we do, they have that sort of train of thinking that comes up where it's just like you don't feel like you're getting enough done and it's a terrible feeling. It's like it's kind of a whole ball of emotions mixed into one. It's almost like self-shaming and you know negativity and, and you're not – you're really looking at things in a way where you feel you get this – you got to have this. Here's the tricky balance, Trav. And then I'll, I, I want to hear your thoughts on this because it's as I'm talking this out with you, it's almost like you are you are trying to make sure that you have this sense of urgency, right? So you get things done because you need that sense of urgency. But if the sense of urgency is too urgent and you're putting too much pressure on yourself, then it becomes a problem but you at the same time you also need to be pushing things forward so how do you find that balance exactly i think it's one of i think there's probably a few like entrepreneurs curses right one of them is always wanting to start new things which we've talked about at length on this podcast and both of us feel a lot the other is is this uh I guess self-imposed and and for me the last 2 weeks it's it's almost all been self-imposed self-imposed stress and kind of expectations and again you want to have it because if you don't if you're an entrepreneur and you don't have any type of discipline or self-imposed expectations and you're and you're not working with someone else who who's putting those expectations on you then you're not going to get anything done but you also, if, if you go too far, like you said, you find yourself in a situation I've been in last week where I'm basically just pissy. <laughs> like I'm pissy to everyone in my life. I'm not happy. I, I'm like, you know, one thing leads to another, leads to another. And it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to go to the gym because I'm bummed out about this. I'm just going to eat this crap. And then like, you know, your whole world not spirals out of control, but it, in a way that mentally you get in a spiral and and it's hard to pull yourself out. So, it's going to happen. But how do you how do you walk that line more often than not so that you're not continually falling into that spiral over and over again? And a lot of what we talked about on the on the mastermind call, I think there were there were about four or five really important big takeaways that came out of it that I thought were really really interesting. Things that sound like common sense, but when you hear them you think yeah, I can do that. But then you think, why am I not? Or it's just a nice okay, reminder. I, I, I want to hear was, this, but I just want to take this a step deep, deeper so when people are listening, they can think about how maybe this conversation is it pertains to them, I guess would be the word. So, Because if you go a little bit further back behind that sense of urgency and behind that need to feel content with the actions you're taking and that you're pushing things forward even though they're not happening as quickly as you want. Well, what are those things that aren't happening as quickly as you want? Is it you're not earning a certain, you know, is it money driven? Is it that you want to be earning a certain amount of income and you're not? Is it that you want to be location independent and it's you, oh my gosh, if you keep not getting things done, you're never going to be able to quit that job and have that freedom. So like the stress can come from the motivation that is getting you going in whatever direction you're going in the first place. So that's just something to think about, I think, as you kind of share these points. Yeah, you're, you're right. I'd love for people to wrap it around their own lens, 
right? Because we could talk about our own lenses and what we're doing, but we're in a certain situation, right? Of like having a location independent business, not being as successful as we want. You know, it's also like the service thing. You're like, like, oh my gosh, if I don't get this ebook out, like I'm not going to be able to help these people with this thing. There's like, there's a lot of different things. So it's not necessarily just one of those, but you know, if you put it on a pie graph, I'm sure depending on where you are right now listening to this this day, you could probably percentage out, you know, how many of those things are making you get that feeling of malcontent, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I, and I, I I do love that. Yeah, so I I would urge everyone listening. Like we then this is what we did in the in the therapy session. This is what we therapy try to do in L I is the fact that <laughs> at the therapy session the the mastermind calls a group mastermind. Oftentimes they end up being that for all of us. <laughs> yeah, and what is cool what is cool about L I is that people are all doing all types of businesses. But you mentioned this at the top of the show. I just want to before we dive into these five things that I think can help. I just want to hammer this point home that no matter what you're doing and what business you have or what level you're at, the mindset stuff is the most important thing to, to getting to that next level, whatever that level is. And what makes it great being a part of a community like Location Indie is that no matter, Jay, whether someone's a podcaster or a blogger or they're selling stuff on Amazon or they're a freelance writer or they're teaching English, all the mindset stuff and the feelings and the emotions that they're having are the same. What their, their output and what they're making money off of and their quote unquote profession is different, but all the feelings and all is the same. And that's why it's so cool that you can have people from drastically different industries, let's call them, all come together and say, oh my gosh, there are I repetitive themes on the entrepreneurial journey. And that, and that's because you're all trying to do something different than, than what you were taught in school, than what you might use, be used to. So look at it through your lens. And here are kind of five things, the biggest takeaways that I saw that came out of this call with, with like 15 people all sharing what they've done and, and that, how they've gotten past this or some things that help them get past this sometimes. And the first is like thinking of what's the worst thing that can happen if I don't do this thing that is putting a ton of stress on me today? Or what's the worst thing that can happen if it doesn't get done by this week? You know, the time frame is going to change. But literally sitting there and saying, all right, I'm stressed out today because I didn't get this done, but I've got all this other stuff, life pressuring me. If it doesn't happen today, what is the consequence. Now, for some things, there might be a huge consequence. Maybe you have a very hard and fast deadline, but probably for most things, there is a bit of grace and a bit of wiggle room. And so looking through it through that lens and saying, all right, if I get to it tomorrow, like, will it cost me money? Will it cost me time? Will it do this? And if it, and if, and if it's not something big, then just putting it off your plate and saying, let me deal with the stuff that's stressing me out now. Because the fact of the matter is if you let it stress you out right away and, and you're going through the whole day with it hanging over your head, probably anything else you're doing is going to be tainted by that regardless. So it's simple, right? It's cliche. What's the worst thing that can happen if it doesn't happen today or this week? And I put it off for this next little bit, but it's an important exercise to have. And one that I've been doing honestly, constantly every day. And I have my to-do list here and I had a bunch of stuff on for today and I moved some of them to Friday because I'm like, it's not a big deal. If my newsletter goes out on Friday instead of Thursday, I have to take that off my plate to feel comfortable doing the things that I am doing there, today. No, there are going to be 50 people showing up with pitchforks right. at your front yard. So be careful. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's that newsletter? Um, the second thing, and this was a great point made by Lauren. She said, "Be." she just said, be gentle with yourself. And I was like, huh, 
That's like a term, a word you don't hear a lot, right? Gentle. She was just like, just be gentle with yourself. You know, a lot of times we, like you and I, especially Jay and probably anyone listening, we love talking to other people and we we love hearing their stories and we're curious and, and you know, we give a lot of people benefit of the doubt and we're trusting and we're open with them. But a lot of times with ourselves, we're very, very hard, strict, Oh yeah. Mean. You would never you would most people would never talk to other people the way they talk to themselves. They'd never treat head. someone that way, right? The way no, that we treat ourselves never. in our own head. Like you should treat yourself like you would treat your best friend, but we don't do that unfortunately, and we should. Gentle's a great word. Yeah, so she just said be gentle and I just it's a word that since we had that call it's been stuck stuck in my head in a good way where I'm like yeah, just like, come on, man. Give yourself some grace. Like, you don't have- You're a gentle man. Get it? <laughs> I am a, a gentle man. So be gentle with yourself. I thought that was a really neat way to put it. Uh, Lise came up with a, a, a kind of a neat thing. So her situation, when we were talking about this, was she said, hey, my kids are teenagers, and I'm always pushed to do so much stuff. Like, get my business off the ground, do this, do this, do this, do this. But they're teenagers, and they used to love hanging out with me. And a lot of times now, they don't. They want to go to their friend's house. They want to do this. They want to do all their own stuff. And she said, any opportunity that comes about, when I'm with one of my, I, I think it's daughters, when, when I'm with one of my teenagers, and they want to spend time with me, or we're doing something, and it's going well, she says, I just give myself permission to do that thing because that's special and I'm not going to always have that. And, you know, a lot of times it's easy to see through a lens of having a kid, right? You and I both, Jay, we're like, oh, my kid, this kid is never going to be this age again. So like, give what's an extra hour? It's tough because I could just never do anything and be with my, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's where the balance part comes in because you don't, you will not have them at that age ever again. You know? Yeah, and but I think you know, right? Like when I struggled with this when I first started doing my own business was anytime anyone asked me to go to lunch, I'm like, oh, this is so special. I'm going to lunch on a Tuesday. But you realize quickly that some things are actually special and some things are you shirking work and getting lazy, right? And that is where the balance comes in. But you know, when you know that certain things are special, when a friend from out of town calls you and wants to go have lunch and you haven't seen him in a couple years, but you really want to do this one thing, but it could be pushed off for a couple hours. You know, that's why we're building these lifestyle businesses to have the lifestyle. So when a, when something special comes up that truly is special, give yourself permission to do those things. And and on top of that, Jay, I asked myself this question. It sounds a little morbid, but it's actually helped me a lot in the last six months. And really since since my kid's been born, is if I knew, like if I found out today that I was gonna like something was gonna happen to me, I, I might pass away in the next week, would I would I be fine with what I've done over the last couple weeks? Like would I feel like content saying, hey, you you don't have much time. What you've been doing has been stuff that has been has made you happy. And um, you know, so I try to gauge that. Again, not everything's gonna be perfect. Um, but I think that's an, an interesting way to think about it and, and to really put that special spin on it, that term of if is something special or not. Yeah, get, give yourself permission. Yeah. Like within certain things so you don't beat yourself up essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that that is a way to look at it. And listen, and again, you're already hard on yourself in your own mind. We know that. You're listening to this. We know you're hard on yourself. You also know when something is legit special 
and when something is you mm-hmm. wanting to just not do work. And we've talked at length on this podcast about, hey, if it's just not working for you that day, some of the things to do to get you motivated or just to say, hey, forget it. But yeah. you know- Give when- yourself permission to be like, to instead of feeling guilty that you're procrastinating and going to that lunch that isn't quote unquote special- then maybe use this tactic where you're just like, well, I know this isn't like special or whatever. I should be doing other stuff, but you know what? I'm going to give myself permission to do this and I'm going to enjoy it. And, and as a matter of fact, I did that earlier today. I was playing guitar and I was like, ah, I guess I should be getting to work. This is silly. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm, I am doing this for 15 minutes and I'm not going to think about that. And I'm just going to enjoy this activity and then I'll do what I do afterwards. Great point, because I think the permission, I think that's why sometimes being organized can help too, because if instead of reacting, right, instead of you just saying, oh, today I don't feel good, I'm going to do all this other stuff, you're saying, hey, I know I'm going to get the opportunity to do these kind of stuff, so you don't feel guilty. So just even in your head saying, like you said, 15 minutes, and I do this all the time when I can't get to work, I'm like, I'm going to read one more article. And after that, then, if you read another, then that's on you. Then you're shirking off work. But if you just get give yourself permission to do one, you're good. Read it. Enjoy it. Uh, sometimes you're like, oh, you read it, you enjoy it, and then you're like, but wait, isn't this what life's all about? Shouldn't I just be enjoying well, this article? that's why it's you the know? fine line. But I, I think, giving, I think right. thinking about it and actually cognizantly making it a fact that you're saying... I'm giving myself permission to do this. Like you said, I'm giving myself 15 minutes to pay, play guitar or I'm going to read one more article or, hey, I'm taking the day off today, but I, I'm i not feeling guilty, but I'm, a, I'm not just trying to do work and not getting done. I'm actually making it a point to take the day off. Yeah. That's, that then allows you to be free to enjoy it. Um, Absolutely. All right. So wait, you got the worst. What's the worst thing that can happen? Yep. That's one strategy. You've got... Be gentle with yourself. You got to give yourself permission. We're missing two, yep. right? We've got one of the things that Sue brought up. By the way, uh, our, my my timer, you said, Jay, start the timer. My only responsibility for this show, besides talking, I guess, is, to start is the, timer. the timer. Well, I started the timer, but then at some point it stopped. So we're going to get some bonus time, I think. I, on this. I, I've got a timer on mine as a backup. So I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit aware of where we are with the 30 minutes. Uh, right yeah, now it's okay. reading at 20 minutes, 26 seconds. So we're, we're good here. Mm, okay. um, All right, good. All right. I'm right on schedule. One of my things, the fourth thing, and Sue brought this up, and this is like so obvious, but it's, uh, it's something that, again, I do as we say, not as we always do. Finding the the one thing or or a few things that get you away from it all and allow you to find I don't want to say your zen place because that puts a little that then puts too much pressure on it being something that's a magical experience <laughs> right but just getting your mind off stuff so like you finding your yeah. playing guitar right yeah I don't know if that you ever is my zen. that is my zen place no it, it is okay so you get I to do. a good level yeah all right so Finding that one thing with Sue, she was mentioning, she's like, I just love getting outside and I love gardening. So not every time that she gardens does she have these big epiphanies. Probably not every time you're playing the guitar do you have these like crazy huge epiphanies. But No, I always do. Oh, well, that's it's awesome. You're just the Mr. Epiphany then. <laughs> well, then why don't you start playing the guitar more, man? Let's get these Is that a new? Rolling. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that could be a new like 
pos- really positive WWF wrestler, Mr. Epiphany. Mr. Mr. Epiphany. Entering the Tyler. ring. No holds barred. <laughs> Mr. Epiphany, Jason Moore. <laughs> and you just sit there in the middle of the ring playing a guitar and like <laughs> getting very meta with your thoughts. <laughs> but finding the, those few things that get you away and give you some space, not that you're not thinking of it. So for me, it's like I love riding my bike, right? And so when I'm riding my bike, I am usually thinking about those things that might be stressing me out. But because I'm in an environment of, yeah. of like riding my bike, I can't do anything. I can't get on my laptop and send an email. I can't. It's actually nice because I'm thinking about those things, but without the pressure and expectation on me because I know I no. have to at least focus a little bit on riding my bike. And so well, like getting out and doing that stuff too gives you the insights you need to kind of like, I, th- I think getting outside specifically getting out in nature, just taking a walk, getting on your bike, whatever. For me, I think for most people, getting away from the screens and the technology and just getting out and being in the world is probably the thing that allows you to find the contentment and the balance with things taking longer than than they should. Because pounding your head in front of the computer and just bugging out about how things should be going quicker or like you said, you're washing dishes, you're thinking about it and you're bugging yourself out. I don't know. Like you need to give yourself that mental space somehow to get the balance. I I think it also helps you realize that you might already be at a spot that's fairly content. But when you're in front of your screen and there's literally a thousand options in front of you to read more about how to start your blog, to write another blog post, to answer an email, like you could do a thousand things right then. Yeah. You might be at a place that right. that is fairly content. You don't even know it because you're getting bombarded with so much stuff. This is why it's hard to work from home sometimes because there's a thousand different things you could be doing. You could be making coffee, having a snack, playing your guitar. I, I, I <laughs> agree. An article. Sometimes it's just changing your environment, and and so so what we're saying is we need to install a laptop on Travis's bike. That's right. That's right. <laughs> It'll be. But you know what I mean, like because that's the only place you can focus. Any time. It's funny too. You know, people always say. I always have my best ideas in the shower and it's true like I always have really good ideas when I'm swimming like I used to swim a lot in Japan and I have these great ideas and I think it's because your body knows you can't write them down you can't do anything except just let them ruminate and that's okay to let them do that because you're actually processing stuff whereas when you're in front of your screen you don't even process it because as soon as an idea hits you oh I should email that person you're going and doing it you're not thinking what should I say Uh, should I do it later you know is it important you're just going and acting. So finding the one or two things that gets you away from the screen, maybe not even away from your own head. Maybe you're not like, cause I, I, like you said, you do hit the Zen spot. I'm not a good meditator, man. I'm not usually finding like these super high levels of consciousness where I'm not thinking of anything and everything's just like perfect. Travis is floating off the ground. I I am. Yeah. I am still thinking of stuff and I'm still in my own head, but it's a much more reasonable place. Like I'm not, I'm not freaking out about stuff. Let's put it. There's a more reasonable conversation going on. There's a gentle man. That's right. A gentleman instead of a maniac man. Uh, So that's (laughs) the fourth thing. Finding one thing or a few things that get you out to do stuff away Mm -hmm. from, from your environment that's causing you that, that, stress. The last thing, and this is one that we you talk about a lot, actually, Jay, I, I hear you talk about this probably more than anyone else I know. And that it's kind of twofold. Thinking of things as an experiment 
and that's the way you usually talk stuff. Like, I'm just, I just, this is an experiment. I'm trying this. When you start to think of things as an experiment, all of a sudden there's less expectations and it's more fun. Right. And that's kind of the second part of this twofold thing is, is we were talking about it and people were like, Oh, I do this and it's, it's a hobby. And I'm like, isn't it that a good word? Like a hobby. If you're like, if you're saying, I want to have fun with this and it's going to be a hobby and I'm going to write a book and I'm not going to expect to sell 10,000 copies. I'm going to do it because I want to do it. And it's a fun activity. That is a much better mindset to have than. Hey, I'm going to do this and this is going to be my key to, you know, to success in life and and all that. Well, you just hit the nail on the head because it being a fun activity is the whole point and this can get very tricky. There's a few things I want to bring up before we wrap this up because these are important points. One is this idea that if you're going after location independence like it's some holy grail and then you get it, it changes things in the sense that you have the freedoms now that you wanted, but it doesn't mean that you've reached some magical, mystical place where life is imperfect. Everything's perfect right. all the time. No, it's just not that way. So, what does make it enjoyable is finding something or the peace of mind and the activity itself that allows you to enjoy your daily life. And people say it's it's a cliche thing, like, well, you got to enjoy the journey, but like. When you take that to heart and realize your daily life, the journey is your daily life. So, you know, it doesn't mean that you're gonna you're gonna sit down and do your taxes and just you know have a great time just because you, it's part usually of the not zen when you're doing your taxes, <laughs> right? Right, but but I mean, there's there are certain things like that that are inevitably going to come up. But it's the overall daily life, I think, that is is the thing you have to enjoy and. But it's just the idea of enjoying every day and then not forgetting that, hey, you're doing this because this should be, you know, most of the elements of this should be fun and enjoyable. Maybe fun's even too much pressure, but it should be generally enjoyable. And enjoyable doesn't mean relaxing necessarily because when it comes down to it, I mean, we've all heard this is like you could have the dream of I'm going to sit on a beach and drink margaritas uh, for the rest of my life. That's all I want to do. But after like two weeks of that or a week of that you yeah, two weeks your mind D- two weeks because, you'll be yeah, dead maybe, because you'll be you'll have alcohol weeks, yeah. poisoning but yeah but i mean people you know we want to be challenged we want to try different things we want to learn things and that's part of it doesn't mean uh fun means things are easy all the time it just means like when i think of fun when i reflect on my life and i i kind of reassess all the time like you know, i'm like hey if i was going to die tomorrow or next week whatever i'm am i happy not only with the the last way i spend my last two weeks but my last two months my last two years am i happy doing this do i want to do something else is there any urge to do something different and um those are difficult questions to ask yourself and they're good questions to revisit but ultimately i come back to the fact that i have achieved my dream which is not only just the location dependence, but really one of my dreams is like, I've always said, hey, I just want to wake up and like do creative things most of the day. You know, I want to have coffee and not rush out the door and I want to be creative. And I get to do that every day and it's just an awesome thing. You know, so reminding yourself why you're doing it, um, I think is, is an important thing. And then you mentioned what you said, my strategy every day uh, is whatever that was. And the last thing that you mentioned is like, oh, the experiment. Right, treating as an experiment, yeah. Well, I think that's 
that's this idea of going to the Zen philosophy, but you know, this idea of non-attachment, because when it's an experiment or when you're outside of it, you don't have this attachment to it. And then you, you can take the, the, we're talking about the emotional attachment with being content and, and not feeling you got enough done. But if you take yourself outside of that and detach, then it becomes less of a thing that affects you personally. And the last thing I just wanted to bring up, Trav, just to wrap this up is the idea of this, these ideas of people are on different levels and all this stuff. You know, it's really your own level. And I think one of the things that can make people feel discontent with the things they're not getting done, one of the things, it can not just be like they're not reaching their goals, but it can also be, hey, that person's doing all this. Why aren't I doing this? Why aren't I living up to that? And that comparison trap. And that's something really to be very aware of in your own mind to make sure that these feelings aren't coming up because you're comparing yourself to somebody else. Right. I think Chris is buzzing us that out. That was a big rant. I think Chris is buzzing us out right now. Uh, since we don't have the official Haller time, we'll have to say yes. But I, I do agree. And I I, I just want to leave people the, with the point. I, I mean, just to hit, you, you put it really succinctly and well in there is that fun and enjoyable does not always mean easy. And a lot of times I'm, I, yeah, I'm enjoying myself the most when we're like in it, when we've got a launch going, when people are joining, when we've got a, you know, things happening and swirling around and it might be a little chaotic, but we know we're handling it and things are working and you're energized by that. Um, you know, there's also times where enjoyable is sitting back and, and having a day to yourself. But as an entrepreneur, I think most of us feel the way of like, that is only to a certain point and, and you can only do that for so long. So if people are feeling this way and, and listen, I know you are, I, I maybe not right this instant. Maybe you're at a really good point. Like I was at the end of 2018, or maybe you are feeling this way because like 2019 hit, boom, I was jazzed up. Oh, wait a second. Now I'm like starting to feel that oncoming crash of like motivation of like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I, I, I'm, and pressure and stress. And that's totally cool. Um, if you are feeling that way, I, I think honestly, the only answer is to get around people who can give you perspective. And they're going to tell you when you're being too lazy for sure, but they're also going to allow you to say, Hey, take a step back. And we do this all the time in location indie with our accountability costs take a step back. Let's look at what's happened in the last week. Let's look at what happened in the last month. Let's look at what happened in the last three months. You're putting all this pressure on yourself. Don't forget what you have accomplished and don't forget the goals that you're setting, even if you're not hitting them as quick as you want, because they have outsiders have a much better perspective on it than you. They're usually a lot gentler on you than you are being on yourself. And I just, I think that's why having a community around you is infinitely the most important thing that you can do on this journey. You know, I got to give a shout out, by the way, to Melissa in the Location Indie community who is coming to our meetup in Mexico, which we're doing in about a little over a month from today. So if you do join this week, you will potentially have a chance to come to that. A little hint there. In fact, we are going to keep that open for new members, a chance to come and do one of our in-person gatherings. So we have a bunch of people coming down to Mexico. We're going to be doing all kinds of cool stuff in this old colonial house we rented in this town, Querétaro, which is a UNESCO World Heritage City. Um, there are going to be some adventures and, and business stuff and all that stuff. So anyway, Melissa came to our um, Denver experience where we met up in Denver. And you know she went from 
basically, you know, having this kind of goal to travel around and, and do uh, volunteer work with, with animals because she's really a huge fan of just working with animals. And she does these amazing scientific illustrations and just awesome stuff. And I think we even mentioned her on a show before. To now, she just posted in our private social network at Location Indie that she's starting her Location in Indie trip. And she's going to like Iceland and like all these different places and going to see London. all these different animals. Uh, she's just, going everywhere. Yeah, so cool. Donkey so anyway, farms, buddy. Her. Like donkey farms it, and uh, animal farms I didn't even know had farms. And yeah, it's pretty cool. It's awesome. So these are the types of things that are happening here. So if you don't want to you know, wait any longer, you're ready to take action on those goals and you know, join a bunch of people that can support you, then please, locationindy.com, come join us. This is the week. And either way, thanks for listening and taking your time, your valuable time, to hang with us. And I, Trav, I'm so glad you brought this uh, topic to the podcast today because these were just five awesome points that not, I think really helped me, you know, help me right now. And these are things we have to always have to remind ourselves of. So. It, it's group therapy. I'm just, I'm just spreading the group therapy a little larger, right? We did it on our Location Indie Mastermind call and now other people are listening to it and we're talking about it. So yeah, we all struggle with it. And spread uh, the love. yeah, spread the love. And if you guys are interested in joining the community, just remember we only open three times a year. So, you know, if you're saying, hey, this is the type of community I want to get in, I want to try out. Now is the time to do it. It won't be open for at least a couple more months, um, if not longer. So check it out, locationindy.com. The doors are open if you're listening to this when it when this podcast drops. If you're listening to it then, the doors are open uh, right now until Friday. Okay, so check it out, locationindy.com. You can find out all the information there. And we will chat with everyone again on the pod soon. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Cheers. There you have it. Five strategies, five ways to deal with those New Year's resolution blues or anxieties or whatever you want to call them. There are some tips for you. Take them to heart. And maybe some of those resonated with you. Maybe all of them did. Write them down. Write the ones down that really stick with you and use that as a go-to if you're struggling at all during the year. Just remember that I got one more I want to share in just a second and a quote. First, quickly, I want to thank Pimsler for supporting today's show. Once again, zerototravel.com slash easy. That's the best way to learn a language on the go. Gets you speaking right away. This is the same language learning method used by entities like the FBI, the Homeland State Department, because it works. And it works surprisingly well. You'll be shocked at how quickly you start learning words and speaking. And you're doing it all through audio courses, which I love because you can do it while you're driving. You can do it while you're washing dishes. You can do it while you're walking around the block, whenever suits you. So if you've been wanting to learn a language or get better at one you're studying, please check out the Pimsleur courses, zerototravel.com slash easy. And again, if you go through that link, you'll also be supporting today's show because I'm affiliate partners with them. And I thank you for that as well. Okay, I've got this long overdue shout out. <laughs> and then I'll get into this last strategy. Darren and Sasha Mendenhall. Thanks. I'm wondering if you're listening to this. I got to say, they have given me some nice shout outs and comments on Twitter. And because I am a little, I don't want to say lazy with the social media, I just, it's not my 
thing necessarily. Uh, my thing is podcasting. I love sitting here on the mic, talking to you, sharing things with you, sharing things with the community, and just, I guess, sharing that way. So I know I got to step up my social media game so I can share a little bit more there. We have a Facebook page and everything like that, of course. And I'm on Twitter at Zero to Travel, but I haven't checked it for a while. And Darren and Sasha... Their profile says this, okay, husband and wife, travel partners for life, paid off over $116,000 in 34 months traveling the world without debt, and looks like they're planning their trip for 2020. They wish me happy birthday on Twitter. They, uh, I don't know, had not a lot of nice things to say about the podcast, and uh, just a long overdue shout out to them. So I want to say thanks for listening, and maybe we should talk. I don't know, this $116,000 debt paid off, that's... That sounds like a job. <laughs> That's a story we got to hear. So thank you to them. And uh, yeah, you know what? Still feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. I do check there occasionally. You can always email me to jason at zero to travel.com if you would like to get in touch. I would love to hear from you because nothing makes my day more than hearing stories from listeners to this show. That's you, my friend, part of this global community. Thank you for being a part of it. Okay, this last strategy I wanted to share that can help you kind of relax when it comes to the New Year's resolutions and the goals and things like that, is that turning the calendar page on a new year is certainly an opportunity to make resolutions and all the things that we tend to do around this time of year. But also remember that it is just an arbitrary thing that we've created. So when January 1st hits... Yes, it's a new year, but I mean, you could say your year starts March 1st and you could measure your year from any date in the calendar. So, you know, that takes a little bit of pressure off as well, I think, if we feel like we're not advancing towards our goals quickly enough. It's just that the new year and the holidays is such a marker. It's such a physical marker, too, because we go through all these traditions around the holidays and the New Year's thing. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And it's just the reminder that the year has gone by. But it, at the same time, a year could start for you any day. So if you're getting a little bit of a late start, you know what? Hey, say your year starts the beginning of next month or whatever and start your goals then. I mean, don't put it off forever. But you know, maybe that's a way to relax around some of these goals a little bit as well. Okay, let me leave you with this quote from Paramananda. In this life of ours, others may help us may support us for a moment when we are fallen, may seek to awaken us to our own true nature, but realization must come from within. Thank you so much, so very much for being a part of this community. Thanks for your time today, and I'll see you next time. Peace. This podcast has been brought to you by ZeroToTravel.com. Ideas and advice to make your travel dreams a reality. 